Good day, good humans. Welcome to A Shift in Perspective. In my last episode, we spoke about who's on your galactic team and how they help us move towards our evolved self so that we can expand and know ourselves on the soul level. Today, we're going to get into the Gift of Adversity series, where today we will dive into caregiving since it has been one of the contributing factors to my spiritual activation. So as I always say, go grab your wine, your bourbon, your weed, your shrooms, or whatever else places you in that high vibrational state, because this is a non-judgmental place. And let's tap in. Welcome to A Shift in Perspective. I am your host, Nicole Hoffman. First, let me start by saying that I do not claim to know everything. I'm not a therapist or doctor just yet. (laughs) These are just my thoughts, opinions, and ideologies that I've learned over the years through personal experiences and meditation. This podcast was created to help you consider different perspectives around spirituality and the dualities in this game we call life. So if what I say resonates with you, awesome. If not, that's awesome too. Here, we will connect to reprogram our subconscious mind to become more spiritually evolved versions of ourselves. So let's begin with the two minute meditation to relax and open your mind to tap into that intuitive part of you. Let's begin by closing our eyes and taking in a slow, full, deep breath and holding it for five seconds. One, two, three, four, five, and releasing it slowly. Now what I want you to do is take your hand and place it over your heart and repeat after me. I will have an open mind and a willingness to listen without judgment to reap the benefits of knowledge and growth. Take in another deep breath. And release. You may open your eyes to the fullness of relaxation and high vibes. Now let's begin. As I always say, my duty in this lifetime is to help you spiritually activate to the truth and knowledge of who you are in this world and to help you see the spiritual wisdom behind the adversities that we move through while closing the gap of just existing because of the dualities of life to actually feeling good about your growth in your life while moving through this 3D reality. Now let's get into the adversity known as caregiving. So if you ever been a caregiver, this episode is definitely for you and it will actually help you see in full color the journey of caregiving instead of seeing the adversity in black and white. One of the main things I love is to help beautiful souls feel their way through the discovery of another perspective, hence the podcast name, A Shift in Perspective. And today I hope that I can do just that as we walk through this difficult but noble journey we call caregiving. 
whether you cared for or caring for someone going through an illness or someone who has a disability physically and or mentally, I'm sure we can all agree that it is definitely a difficult journey to take in where you can lose yourself in the negative emotions that come with it. So during my caregiving journey with my grandmother, my daughter and my husband, I've always had one question that stuck with me. And that question was, who actually takes care of the caregiver? I began to research this topic of caregiving and discovered that there are more than 53 million caregivers in the United States. That's just in the U.S. With this knowledge, I really wanted to know the answer to the question, who takes care of the caregiver? And every time I would see the question answered, it was always pointing to the fact that The caregiver would take care of themselves with self-care and maintain a healthy balance of love and to make sure that they continue to take their caregiving walk with source or God um, to always stay positive and keep a smile on their faces. And though these things are true, I felt it was necessary to dive a little deeper into this question. Who really takes care of the caregiver? Who really loves the caregiver with with true unconditional love who really opens the caregiver's heart chakra in a way that is transforming in every aspect of their lives mentally physically and spiritually is it the caregiver's best friend down the street is it the family pet is it the caregiver's siblings or aunts or uncles or even their kids none of them during my quest to find this answer my higher self showed me that it is none of these particular beautiful beings. Now, can they contribute? Absolutely. But do they truly take care of the caregiver? No. So let me take you on a little journey as to how the question was answered through my spiritual understanding. So during one of my meditations, because this is where I would get instant clarity about something, if I'm open and if I release my ego in that moment and really allow my mind to be free and to hear what source or my higher self has to say. And I remember the clarity that I received came to me instantly. Now, I was moving through the darkest part of my caregiving journey at the time. I was feeling the pain and the hurt, the resentment, the depression, wondering why my family, having thoughts of if my husband was to die through his cancer journey, I wanted to go as well. Being angry at God or even to my friends who were moving through their lives and having a ball while we were coping with this moment of hardship, feeling lonely most of the time, even though there were people around me and I could talk to them, but it was like I went into my own little shell. Um, I felt it all, but during this meditation, I finally had a perspective shift. As the clarity to this question came to me, (laughs) I quickly opened my eyes and my mouth dropped open. I was floored because I really could not believe what was being revealed to me at that time. So just imagine with me for a moment. Imagine you're sitting in your space, whatever that may look like for you. My space is usually my closet because it's dark and cozy. So that's where I like to do my meditations. Now, 
imagine yourself with your legs crossed pretzel style or however however it is that you like to sit if you meditate your hands are facing up as the back of your hands softly touch your knees this is what i call receiving mode because you're receiving the messages um, from spirit your eyes are closed you take in a few deep breaths and you start to feel your frequency raise and your spirit starts to feel amazing. You feel the amazing energy all around you and you decide to pop this question from your conscious mind to your subconscious or your super conscious mind. And the super conscious mind, which is the mind that truly knows all of the answers, presents the answer to your conscious mind in seconds. And these are the words that are told to you. The person who takes care of the caregiver is the person with the illness or the disability. Now take that in for a moment. Can you imagine how shocked I was can you now understand, not even understand, because you have to go within to actually understand what I'm saying. Can you understand why my eyes instantly opened? I had to literally take a deep breath to settle myself from the excitement surrounding this shift in perspective. And I know you're like, Nicole, how can this be? But this is where you have to go within to understand this on a soul level. Let me dissect this even further. As I closed my eyes back up and I centered myself back into my space, more clarity began to come to me. I allowed myself to dig a little deeper for the details of this answer. And now I present them to you. There is a spiritual connection with the caregiver and the loved one. And this is where a soul contract between the two souls can reciprocate spiritual evolution in both beings. If we really took time to shift the, the perspective, we will understand that everything about the caregiving journey or any journey for that matter is about growth and unconditional love. The answer I received was that when moving through this caregiving journey, the person going through the illness or the disability is showering the caregiver with a spiritual and mental gifts in the form of more empathy, more compassion, more patience, more knowledge, more mental and spiritual strength, an abundance of inner strength more organizational skills because you have to be organized in order to maintain the caregiving process and an abundance of love, especially self-love, self-awareness. But in order to obtain these gifts, you have to feel and understand the negative emotions that I spoke about earlier, like resentment and anger, the depression, the loneliness, and as a polarity shift, the caregiver is showering the loved one going through the pain and suffering with spiritual, mental, and sometimes physical gifts in the form of care, unconditional love, support, wisdom, companionship, the ability to listen, motivation, and 
free to actually heal or live or even transition whichever their soul desires during their journey. And they too have to go through a humbling process during their journey to understand these gifts as well. And that's where the reciprocated unconditional love comes into play, even during the darkest of times. I just wanted to really dissect it from a spiritual aspect. You and your loved one are evolving each other. You both are growing through the process, which encompasses a lot of duality in this journey. And as I always say, light cannot form without darkness. That's why I never understood why we were always taught to suppress our negative emotions because by dissecting them and being grateful for the emotions through the journey is what brings out the phoenix in every soul. During this process, you and your loved one are helping each other understand yourselves on a totally different level. This is where you level up spiritually. You both start to focus on what's really important, and that's learning, the growth, the unconditional love, the self-awareness, the, oh my gosh, it's so much that you are learning through this journey with your loved one. It's just, I don't think people realize it. And I will never forget, I had a particular meditation where my husband, I think he was away and it was basically, I always say meditation really saved my life because when he was gone, uh, it was the height of COVID when he was going through cancer and he had to take his chemo treatments inside of the hospital and he couldn't leave and I couldn't visit him because of COVID. Um, So I had to really be without him for a total of, I think it was, it was almost a month. Um, and we had really haven't been apart, like sleeping apart from each other for years. Like, and this was, I think I, I was traveling for my job. That was like 19. Um, that was like 2001 or 2002, something like that. I can't remember what the actual date was, but we hadn't slept without each other for a long time. So I had to kind of figure out how to grasp that and meditation was something that I did. And I will never forget, you know, when all of this was happening, I had this one meditation where I was sitting there and I was meditating because my meditations got so deep, so heavy where I was actually doing a lot of shadow work and didn't even realize I was doing the shadow work. So in one of my meditations, it basically said that I had resentment towards my husband. And I'm like, how can I have resentment towards my husband when he's the one going through this? And it was more indirectly. So I instantly bust out crying because I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm a bad person because I have these feelings on the inside. But then I was actually able to, you know, take another deep breath and just kind of listen to my spirit. And it was basically saying because of this journey, like me and my husband have a great relationship. Now we have our problems. Don't get me wrong. But overall, like if I had to do this all over again with him, absolutely I would without a doubt, without a question or anything, because he is an amazing, amazing guy. And it was basically saying that him and I were on a great 
great journey together. Like we have fun. And I was really, cause I was meditating before that. I was really starting to find myself. And, you know, we were just in a really, really, really good space, really good space. And then boom, cancer hits. And it just changed the whole trajectory of our lives. Like we went from this great, great thing, um, this great soul contract and we still have a great soul contract to this the universe or us picking the journey ourselves because I always say that we come in with our soul blueprint and we pick the things that we want to go through and this was one of the things that we wanted to go through and during that it was just like we were on such a great great journey together that boom this hit and it just like really changed a lot of things as far as the feelings that I was feeling like I f in a way indirectly I felt like damn like what happened to him just really kind of put us in a dark place but not realizing that as I always say light cannot come from dark it cannot I'm not gonna say it cannot come from dark light cannot form without darkness so it's like we had to go through this and understand the spiritual aspect of it for the leveling up of our spirit. Um, and this was where it kind of opened me up and gave me that spiritual activation. Like I always say that he was my blessing. He was my gift. What cancer was my gift. And I know that sounds weird, but cancer was a gift from him. I know he went through his thing, but I saw it as a gift for the whole family. Like we now have all of that um, understanding and knowledge and, you know, we got through it and, you know, different things like that. But I just say I wanted to kind of put that out there because I want people to understand that these feelings that you feel like don't suppress them actually take the time to get to understand them, to embrace them, to dive deeper into them so that you can really, like I said, understand what's really important. And that's learning growth in unconditional love. Along with doing the noble acts of caregiving, the many gifts from your loved one creates an entirely new being within you. And that's the phoenix through the spiritual activating journey of caregiving, I was able to find that perspective shift in the in the beginning. I was definitely like, fuck caregiving. Like this is for the birds. Um, but in a, a perspective shift, that was an opening for me. That's how my book fuck caregiving a practical approach to finding the joy was born. Throughout the darkness, great light was found. I was able to find myself through meditation and release all of these negative emotions I held within me around the caregiving journey. I didn't see my journey as a burden any longer. It, if I, if you, if you can truly take a step back and understand what you're gaining from something that you think is a burden, you'll understand that the person that you're taking care of is actually taking care of you spiritually, mentally, and even sometimes physically. 
Through the Gift of Adversity series, you will hear me speak of a formula that came to me that I base each adversity on, and it is adversity equals knowledge equals power equals healing, and then it equals healing for the collective. Now, let me break this down for you. So basically, you're going through this adversity, correct? Which right now we're going through caregiving. And during your journey, as you sit with your loved one through doctor's visits, after doctor's visits, where you gain the knowledge, finding out the intricate details of the diagnosis, um, what the plan is moving forward, the schedule you have to maintain, certain medicines, learning how to take care of yourself, um, finding small breaks of prayer and meditation, getting out into nature. So that is your knowledge. You know, the adversity is caregiving. The knowledge is what you just, what I just talked about. Now you're going into gaining the power. This is when you find the power behind the knowledge. You have a clear picture of what, what does work, the power of uh, daily routines, the power to know that you're capable of getting through or helping them get through the power within you to release the negative emotions behind the caregiving journey, the power of doing the inner work to stay balanced physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And this is where you begin to heal. You heal your heart from the negative emotions, heal your body with taking time to feed your soul with meditation or even kickboxing, going to the gym, having that self-care and self-love for yourself to help you overcome the mental aspects that come with the journey. Um, you heal your loved one's heart by allowing them to feel safe, to not worry about, you know, nothing but healing or just even in that transitioning part in a quiet, loved way to really understand that. <laughs> wow, this really opened you. This really opens you up to a different perspective. It opens you up to full color, as I always say. Then you collectively heal other people that may currently or futuristically move through that journey as well. In this way, you walk them through it. You be their listening ear. You love on them. You check on them. You give them advice about what worked for you and what didn't. You may have talked about, you know, how you remain anchored through the storm by sharing the hard, cold facts about your caregiving journey. You just give people another way to see things differently. You have to share the dualities in it all. That's the problem with society. To me, we always want to paint the beautiful picture, but not realizing that there is a difficult side to caregiving that nobody ever talks about. It's always how noble you are. You're doing such a great job. Yeah, all those things may be true, but there is another side to it. So I go back to the adversities, equal knowledge, equals power equals healing equals collective healing you have to figure out how to move yourself through this journey with love and compassion along with a deeper understanding of growth and unconditional love like truly so many caregivers lose sight of themselves through the process 
they allow their emotions to get the best of them and they begin to really view their experience of caregiving as a burden. My goal with this episode was to shift your perspective, your perspective. That's why I hold this journey so near and dear to my heart, because it was this journey that I always say activated my spiritual growth and my spiritual understanding to this physical world that we reside in. And again, like I said before, this is where the shift in perspective podcast came from. The gifts from your loved one is the ultimate sacrificial gift to unconditional love and evolution and vice versa. So let's think about this. What if this adversity of caregiving, what if it was truly given to us to help us grow mentally and spiritually. And I know it's hard to understand this because if you think back over your life, when something unfortunate happened, the state of your mind went from happy to sad, negative feelings started to arise within you. And you begin to look at life in a pessimistic view instead of an optimistic view. You may even start to turn into well, turn into substance abuse, just as an example. Not to say that everybody does that, but just as, as an example, you may start to go into a slumber and begin to become stagnant. You know, with all of the emotions, your mind starts to affect your body physically, because I always say this is how you, as the physical body, get sick by housing all of these different emotions and not really being able to release them. So you begin to develop a sense of depression. But think about this. Then a few days or months or even a year sometimes, you know, healing is not, you know, there's no time to healing. But after a few days and a month or a year or two years, five years, whatever it may be, you somehow begin to find that hope again. You begin to find that grace you somehow find that smile that was missing from your face. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> anyway, you begin to fight back to challenge that inferior event that altered your mind. You find the fire in your eyes again. You start to put in the consistent work to help balance your mind, body, and soul. You gain the mental ability to see your struggle for what it is and heal from it. You begin to go with the flow of life. The more you understand the growth and balance, the happier and more powerfully understanding you become. Your mental capacity begins to sharpen. You learn to overrule the negative self-talk in your mind. And you find that peace, even going through the darkness in this journey. What if that caregiving journey was here to help you do just that. What if? Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to A Shift in Perspective. I appreciate you more than you know. See you next week.